welcome back to another episode of the Reclaimed Podcast. My name is Ashley Carlstrom, and I'm here with my friend Sydney Correct. This is not the first time this has happened. That was intentional, though. No, I know, I know. I just remembered that first time you did that. I was like, wait, Sydney, what are you? No, last time we were in this room. We were. We were. Yeah, Yeah, we're recording from my house. Sydney, like, kindly opens up her home every Sunday to let me come over. And her roommates are so sweet and are always so quiet. It's way quieter here, though, because we get, like, cars True. on the street. Yeah, I mean, planes I don't know. We just weird house. sirens, so we'll see. Yeah. But now my roommates are being the kind yeah. ones and letting us record, so. So good. You well, do what you can when you're in college and don't have a recording area. Yeah. No, this is perfect. I enjoy it. Me too. So, today is another day, another dollar. And- <laughs> Um, except I didn't work at all today. Except I didn't make money. I actually spent a lot of money today. <laughs> Where were you this weekend, Sydney? Um, I did wake up in Phoenix, Arizona yeah, this did. morning. And now I'm in San Diego. Um, there was like a sad connotation to that kind of. But literally, not... it's just because I've been in the car no, like I 10 know. hours this weekend. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, in total. So I, yeah. my bed's going to feel awesome today. I'm so excited for you to sleep. It's going to be awesome. Never said those words to another person, but. (laughs) (laughs) So excited for you to sleep. To sleep. Um, I'm going to tell you something important. Oh, okay. I really want to (laughs) know. Today is International Stage Management Day. Oh, my god! Which is a big deal for me and Ashley. Yes. In different contexts. Very different contexts. But this is a very important national day. Can you tell me? Can you tell me, did you ever get to, like, stage manage a dance show? Um, no? I've gotten to do some, like, booth stuff. Okay. But I've never, no, I've never been in that role. I've always mm-hmm. been the one on the stage. Right. Not behind the That's stage. That's how I've been. I felt like there were shows that I wasn't in that I was like, I would love to stage manage, mm-hmm. but then I just never did. But stage managers are, like, the superheroes they're of so every production. Good. And they're always wearing black, and they have a little uh-huh. mic, and they just are running around constantly. Yes. Like, they need a whole day to dedicate them. They do. So. And I'm so thankful that the stage managers in our world get that day today. Yeah. So make sure to thank you, your local stage manager. Even, like, church, <laughs> church, like, yeah. like worship-affiliated uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like things. I don't know the terminology, but yeah. I think worship that's important, leaders, too. Yeah. Backline. Yeah. Our MD. They're our music director. They kind okay. of, like, hold the show together. Mm-hmm. They basically are the stage manager of the worship yeah. set. So. Tech. We love y'all. Important. We love tech. Um, acne, acne and Accutane is the topic of this podcast. Yes, it is. And this is important. Like, it's mm-hmm. so important. Yeah. Because so many people struggle, and then there's, like, no one to be like, hey, I'm right there with mm-hmm. you, and it sucks, and we're not going to tell you it doesn't yeah. suck. And I think, like... Everyone knows that acne is one of the most pivotal parts of me and Sydney's stories collectively. And so I think it's literally been mentioned every episode. Um, But we just wanted to dedicate an entire episode to it, especially because Sydney and I are both on Accutane, um, (laughs) which is just a super fun time. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There was not an ounce of sarcasm in that. No, Um, not at all. But... Yeah, so we understand, again, this is this might be an episode that doesn't resonate with every single one of our listeners, um, but we do want to make sure that we point out the people who are going through this, because as, that was not the word I was going to say. I was going to say, as survivors of Accutane, that was survivors? not- Survivors? <laughs> oh, wow. That is wow. not the word I meant to say. It's okay. As people that have, like, endured um, the physical and mental um, 
yeah. detriments of Accutane, we wanted to just make sure that you guys also got an episode dedicated to you totally. as well. So, Or even people that are like struggling with acne but they're scared to go on Accutane. Yeah. From yeah. two gals that have done it and have had very different symptoms. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because you and I's story is so different. So different. different. So, so different. It It is one of those things where it's like, yeah, you have to weigh out the pros and cons mm-hmm. of what it would do for you. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, is that like if you're on it and it sucks and you can't take it, get off. Yeah. No one's going to force a pill down your throat. Totally. Like, yeah. Totally. But before we get into some of that stuff, we always do our GPA, which mm-hmm. is our greatest piece of advice. So would you like to say what yours was? Yes. Mine's like super simple and lighthearted, but just like um, as you know, we're halfway through this semester and mm-hmm. I just realized how fast graduation's approaching and I find myself like freaking out about this yeah. word plan, right? Like what am I doing in the future? Where am I going? Am yeah. I moving out of state like I've wanted to? Is God keeping me in San Diego? Like there's just been so many feelings of like I have to have it all together and I'm mm-hmm. just trying to let that go. And so Grace Valentine, who is like the author of like all the Christian books and um, she just makes those super cute like little Instagram swipes of like 10 things for the anxious college student this week or whatever. Um, So I just thought this one was so cute. It says, it feels like yesterday you were running to the fridge at age 10, trying to grab a Coke during the commercial break between two Hannah Montana episodes. Mm -hmm. Time goes by fast, but never forget to embrace every day. Each day is an adventure and each day is an opportunity to see our God at work. I know you want to do big things, but you'll do holy things if you spend every day at the feet of Jesus, laughing at the adventure of life and realizing that you can't do big things without your big God. And so that I just thought, so it's just so cute. And it's just such a great reminder because I, everyone that's been asking me, like my family, you know, my grandma came and visited me last week. Oh, happy senior year. It's like, I cannot believe how fast it's going. And I feel so underprepared for like graduation and like big girl world. I know. And I'm sitting here literally telling you, I'm like, I'm broke now. Like, you know, it's like, this is just the time of life to like, just enjoy these moments because like. We will have careers one day. We mm. won't be sitting here in like a little no. 600 square foot apartment, like, you know, no. making like ends meet. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, like, yes, we might want to do big things. We want to work hard, but really we just want to do holy things. And we yeah. just want to be a light to people. Um, and at the end of the day, like the best job and the best house and like all of these things is going to bring you nowhere if you're not a great person inside yeah. and you don't have the light of the Lord inside you. And so, um, just realizing that it's like, wow, I don't need to have the most extravagant plans for a year mm-hmm. and a half from now. Cause I don't even know what I'm eating for breakfast tomorrow. So I'm like, just let God take it. He's the big God. I'm not a big human. I'm a flawed human. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to let him guide the course of my life. So wow. it was just a good little wow. reminder. Yeah. And like how cute it was that they kind of related uh-huh. it to your childhood. Because like, I know we all did that. Oh, Except yeah. I didn't go for the Coke. I went for the like, did you ever drink like the um, Danimals, like strawberry shakes? Um, oh, maybe. <laughs> Never mind. I wasn't a weirdo <laughs> like that. No. <laughs> no, it was like uh, the Zach and Cody. They like had those. Like, I do remember yeah. those. Anyways. Those I don't are... think I enjoyed them, but oh, I did. I, I did have them. them. Yeah. yeah. And a string cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I loved a string cheese. You had to throw that in there. I did. I was definitely like a Nutella right out of the jar girl. Oh, okay. I was a Nutella and a spoon girl. Mm, that's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And actually. like a, I wasn't as much Hannah Montana as I was like, so you think you can dance. Yeah, that's so you. That was definitely my childhood. You were shake it up. Actually, we digress. That's such it's a. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but I want to know um, your GPA this week. Oh, yeah. Um. Mine isn't as lighthearted, 
But when do we ever go about things super lighthearted? I mean, there's, you know, we, we equalize We do, each other. we do. But mine came from church this morning. We Good. went to my brother's church up oh, in awesome. Arizona. What's the name of it? Um, Christ Church okay. in um, Phoenix. And the pastor, Nick, the, I, I can't go into this because I would be talking the entire episode. Okay. This was the best service I've ever been to. Wow. Like, ever. And you've been through a lot of services. A, a lot. This was the best one. What was the sermon topic? It was on John 15, which is um, the expectations of, like, Jesus on the cross and the mm. disciples and, like, how us as Christians are to go about wow. our faith and our ministry. Ooh. And this is so applicable to me right now, especially yeah. with what I'm trying to do with my life. And, like, I've been definitely convicted of some things lately, and this was just, like, chef's kiss this ep this episode this um service because he was so real wow. he was like every week we go through like a book of or a chapter of each gospel and like we preach on each verse and we're gonna say things that like aren't going to please you wow. all the time because mm -hmm. that's not church isn't a ted talk and a rock concert it's <laughs> like let's get into it and so he got into it um but one of the first points he said, well, I'm going to read John 18, 19 yeah, real quick to give do. some context. Um, this is um, book 15 or chapter 15. It's chapter 15 verses 18, 18. through 19. Um, you know, how, like sometimes in sections of the Bible, there's like a title at the top yes. of it. Mm -hmm. It's like so a subsection. It's called the world hates the disciples. Okay. Um, Getting right into it. Not <laughs> Danimals and string cheese vibes here. No, we're not watching so you, um, you can dance. No, we're not. Um, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. This is Jesus talking. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Wow. And then his point going with that, which is my GPA, identity produces alienation. So Ooh. it takes a part, like, if, how do I say this and try to sound eloquent? Like, if, if you had, if you're looking for the world's approval, uh -huh, uh -huh. then how much different from the world really are you? Yeah. Is basically what he mm -hmm. was getting at, is that, like, if the world hated Jesus, the guy who was most like Jesus, mm -hmm. Jesus, then who's to say that, like, our life is or should be super comfortable? Wow. Like, every disciple was martyred. Yep. Every one of them. And... I do not die to my faith very often. No. I, Oftentimes, I don't I don't even post things on Instagram that yeah. make me look like a Christian. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm searching for like 100%, 100% like acceptance of the world, right. then really like how close am I wanting to be like Jesus? Uh -huh. How much am I really standing up for what I believe to be yeah. the truth? Yeah. Because... It's been modeled that the world is not going to be excited about what you have to say. They're yeah. not going to be excited about the truth mm -hmm. and little things mm -hmm. like that. So Definitely. I really liked that because that convicted me. And it was like, yeah, I've been living a little too comfortable lately. Mm -hmm. I haven't gone out of my comfort zone to not preach the gospel to people, but to like to open up those sides of me. I had a conversation with you about mm -hmm. um, our yeah. work. Yeah, at yeah. work and how like I... Um, just for context, like I, you know, worked with, um, 
a gal that wasn't obviously doesn't live the same sort of ideals or lifestyle as me and like she was asking about my faith and I was kind of dodging the question and I was kind of like beating around the bush with certain mm-hmm. things because it's like it's not sexy it's not casual to be like I want to be a pastor or like <laughs> you know like yeah it's yeah it's it opens a lot of door for it judgment it does so I, I was intimidated mm-hmm. and you know intimidation should not drive like your need to be accepted it yeah. should drive your want to be more like jesus yeah and why am i doing this am i doing totally. this you know why am i hiding my calling mm-hmm. little things like that but also mm-hmm. i know it's not a place to evangelize in a workplace but um, yeah. <laughs> um in the wise words of ashley carlstrom but um maybe outside the workplace outside the workplace yeah Anyway, that was kind of my thing. I really enjoyed I love the service that. this morning. Yeah, that's amazing. Thanks, Thanks for sharing. With Thank it. you. I feel like that could be an episode in and of, in and of itself. So sure. we probably yeah. should. Yeah, because I be. could comment a lot on that. But mm-hmm. we're here to talk about Accutane today, yeah. so um, that will be saved for yeah. a later time. Tucking yeah. that one in the back pocket. Um, but yeah, so as Sydney mentioned, um, we are both currently on Accutane. Sydney, how many months in are you? Seven. Seven. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm just entering month three. Um, and she also mentioned our experiences could not have been differently. Um, especially the experiences leading up to acne, I think are also pretty, pretty different, pretty different. Yeah. Um, so Sydney, why don't you kind of just tell us a little bit, and I believe this is also in our first episode on this yeah, channel, a um, bit. but a little bit about your story with acne, maybe some insecurities mm-hmm. that that brought out of you, um, how it maybe affected like your mental health and your yeah. spiritual health and ultimately like what led you to getting on Accutane. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely give the Spark Notes version. Yeah, totally. But um, I, I remember. I mean, of course, like when you're in middle school, no one thinks differently of like no. having rough skin mm-hmm. or whatever, because it's just like, oh, you're getting older. And I remember, like, I really struggled being insecure about mm-hmm. it back then. But I was like, well, I just have to go through this. And then it like didn't go away in high school, and I was like, well, this is dumb. So my my uh, doctor was like, well, birth control. Apparently it fixes everything. Yep. So, um, so I went on that solely for acne, cleared up, felt awesome. Mm-hmm. And then my like emotional side started to be compensated. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't know that it was, that I was like rough emotionally right. at that time. Mm-hmm. Cause I was in kind of like a rocky relationship, didn't have mm-hmm. the best friends. Like I just thought like, oh, this is me, you know, whatever. Totally. I'm just an emotional gal. And then, um, I got off of it and I remember when I got off of it, um, like end of high school, I just like erupted, like my skin just like literally erupted. And I, I vividly remember like this was my freshman year at San Marcos Mm -hmm. and I would, and I also didn't have like the best roommates back then, Mm -hmm. but I remember like waiting for my roommates to leave the apartment first before I would leave my room because I was so scared for them to see mm. my skin and for them to see, like, me. Um, and I say that now, and I'm like, dang, girl, like, that was really insecure. But in that moment, like, that's how I felt. Yeah. I never left the house without a full face of makeup on. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't look people in the eye when I talked to them. Mm-hmm. And I still, like, I'm reaping the the consequence of of those habits now like I still have a hard time like making eye contact with people because Mm -hmm. like when you're that insecure about your face you like you don't want people to look at you right so it's like a psychological thing so I definitely went through that went back on the pill cleared up perfect skin 
And then sophomore year of college, it just started up again. And yeah. I started getting like like it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, gosh, like what is what am I doing wrong? Like I'm not yeah. eating awful. I didn't think I was like crazy stressed out. Now I can see that a part of it was like stress induced. Totally. But um I literally found a picture of myself a couple days ago and I was like, I don't know who that is. Like mm-hmm. it was just and I'm sure you can attest to that, like Oh yeah. You're just I just feel so bad for that girl. Uh-huh. And like I remember like in the dorms, like I had such bad back acne mm-hmm. that I was like, That's yeah. so embarrassing. Like I'm not gonna let anyone see that. So I would wait for like everyone to leave the bathroom so mm-hmm. I could like leave the bathroom behind everyone so no one would have to see me. I'd never like go to the beach without like a big shirt on because yeah. I didn't want people to see like my skin or anything. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to cut my hair short mm-hmm. because if I wore like a tank top, people would see my back. Like it just got, it got so, it, it would just compensated every part yeah. of my happiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look back and I just see myself in pictures and just think I was so not happy. Yeah. I was so not happy. And like, it's awesome. My, um, my sweet grandma, um, Mimi, she's up in Oregon, but she, like, we FaceTime every once in a while, and yeah. I remember one time she FaceTimed me and was like, I just saw a picture of you, and it just looked like you were so sad and having such a rough time, and she got me, like, this makeup that was, like, fantastic for, like, acne and cleaning yeah. things up, yeah. and, like, what a sweet gesture. It was really sweet for that, but then yeah. I remembered after that, I was like, okay, I gotta get on Accutane, like, yeah. I'm done, I've done everything, and I'm, like, birth control's not an option. So I went on birth control. Um, nothing, nothing was really changing the first three months. Mm-hmm. I was like, I look exactly the same, and it's just gotten really dry. And then, of course, um, doctors were like, well, let's put you on birth control too. And then I just erupted Aww. again. And, like, you, you caught that. I was just, mm-hmm. like, not happy. Same kind of, like, rhythm of, like, I don't want anyone to see me. I totally. don't feel good, whatever. And then I was like, no, I'm not getting on birth control again. I know this doesn't make me feel good. I was like flipping out and then, um, got off of it. And like literally three weeks later, my skin completely cleared up, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. completely. Um, and I remember just being like, okay, God, thank you. Finally. And like from that point, like I, I didn't try to put all of my eggs into the, that basket of like my happiness comes from clear skin. That's not what I was trying to do. But it naturally, like, it helps. It definitely mm-hmm. helps. So now, of course, I have fantastic skin. Mm-hmm. And it has just been, I, I so appreciate it. And I yeah. take such good care of my skin. And I'm just, like, yeah. proud to have, mm-hmm. like, a glowing face. Because it's, like, I feel so confident. I feel like I can, like, yeah. look people in the eyes. I feel like I can, like, you know, approach even guys now. Totally. Because I did not before mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's a little bit of my story, yeah. but more deep stuff we could talk about after Definitely. tell yours, but I would love yeah. to hear your story. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take a sip of water real quick. Yeah, no problem. Alright guys, we are back after um, minor technical difficulties. I kind of lied. <laughs> Cindy lied to you guys. I Basically, lied. I am not the smartest 
the not the brightest bulb in the box. Oh, I forgot you to are. charge my. Oh, thank you. You are. I forgot to charge my laptop, so it was gonna die, and we both we, were looking at the time. We we're like, no. It's but it's so okay. Cute. We're back. We're better than ever. And um, I did not get a sip of water. No. Um, that was just me pausing the audio. Yeah. And but, so now we're gonna um, so awkwardly enter back into what we were talking about. Yeah. So I just finished up with my testimony. Of yeah skin issues mm-hmm. i'd love to hear yours oh my testimony of skin <laughs> issues oh i love this topic so um good. yeah i feel like i was very similar i mean everyone has quote-unquote acne in high school and middle school right you're like hormones are changing you're entering you're leaving puberty like i had like maybe two pimples in like when I was like on my period in high school and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like my life is over. I'm like, this is terrible. You know, yeah. like trying to do everything to like yeah. get rid of these mountains on my face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I entered freshman year of college and um, I think honestly moving to San Diego, um, I mentioned this in my PCOS already too, but like my cycles were all out of whack. I had no type of regulation there and my skin just freaked out so I thought it was like the humidity and like I came from a desert town so I'm like the weather is changing I'm like you know I was working out a lot more I was like maybe there's just a lot of factors going in here because my acne was getting really bad so my mom was putting me on everything I swear like every week I got a new package on Point Lomas campus of like a new acne regimen and I would be like this one's like all natural she'd be like this is like proactive but not as strong so I like tried everything and none of it was working I was on curology like I did everything yeah um then obviously came home for COVID once that hit and acne was just at an all-time high. So I made an online dermatologist appointment. They prescribed me a bunch of like the oral antibiotics, clindamycin, mm-hmm. Retin-A. Face freaked out. Really? Retin-A was, for me, as like, you know, Retin-A is like great because it has a lot of um, firming properties and like it's really great for women like that are aging because it really tightens your skin. But uh-huh. if you have acne from skin, it is like basically accelerating it's the yeah. it's the topical derivative of accutane it's a vitamin and it's pretty a. acidic too isn't yes. it yes and yeah. so it's like if you have acne prone skin your skin is absolutely freaking out because yeah. those skin cells are just shedding and going like crazy so it was horrible for my skin my oh. mental health was at an all-time low and not to mention it was also the pandemic and so yes. everyone was alone oh, um but Eventually, I was like, okay, I've already dealt with this for a year now. I was like, I just need to come to terms with, you know, what this is. And mm-hmm. so I started Barefaced Ashley, which was my blog. Yeah. Um, and it was really just a way for me to be able, because I love to journal. I love to just be honest with my feelings. I feel like anyone that knows me knows that I'm an oversharer. I share <laughs> how I'm feeling whenever I'm feeling it. Um, well, yeah. Most of the time. Um, but You're pretty good at, like, I'm pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty good at the honesty. And so I was like, the only way I'm going to be able to know that, you know, this is like a good part of my story is if I can help other people through it. Mm. And so, um, I just started posting about it. I started posting really gross photos of my skin or like, you know, really like I kind of made it fun and would like walk through like, Oh, this is my morning routine. And like, this is before the aesthetic reels came out. So it's like literally just me in my bathroom, like propped up on like the bathroom counter, like trying to, you know, and it was just a fun thing for me to do. Um, and I, I met a lot of people through that. I did like live, um, streams with like women and invited them on and it was a really fun thing. And, um, it really, it allowed me to accept my skin. Um, but the acne persisted for three years. Um, and I, you know, it wasn't until my PCOS diagnosis that I realized like 
how have I lived with this for this long? Um, and this is where I kind of like want to let you guys know that like I earlier said you mentioned the word you were like I was so embarrassed. Like mm-hmm. embarrassment and shame is like something that I think is like yeah. acne just makes you feel those things because you feel like it's your fault. Like am I dirty? Like do I not prop- practice good That's, hygiene? Yeah. And it's like I had such a great skincare routine and I still had like cysts on my skin, right? Like yeah. and and it's just it, I'm tired of like this perception that like having acne makes someone like dirty or like you know at the end of the day it's a health condition like acne is like if you go onto the portal in my like medical insurance thing it says like diagnosis is acne and then pcos like it's an actual diagnosis pretty much it's like considered a disease it is like there's reasons why medications are prescribed you know and so i just want to like let any of our listeners know that if you've had like persistent acne for a long amount of time there's an underlying cause like it is it's normal to go through hormonal acne it's normal to go through these things but don't accept like you don't have to just accept this as your reality like there are ways to cure it and like it's hard work and it sucks um but like I just want you to like find what the root cause is and like your doctors will help you but it's just like this is not something that everyone should have to live with it is so debilitating it is so um it just bars you. It like bars you from the outside world and it's horrible. Um, and so once I got diagnosed with PCOS and I tried to reverse my symptoms and everything I felt like was reversed except for my acne, I was like, okay, it's, it's time to just go on Accutane. Like I have done everything under the sun. I've tried every mm-hmm. like supplement, every topical cream, every topical serum. Um, and it's just not working. So as someone who's very anti-pharma and like very anti-medicine, it was a very big choice for me because mm-hmm. um, I do believe God gave me a natural body that can cure itself. But I just see the liberation that my friends that have been on it have. I mean, like my beautiful roommate Jordan has like one of the most beautiful skin I've ever seen and like she's yeah. been on it, you know? And like she was a crutch for me at the beginning to like learn from her story and like also your experience, you know? And I was terrified. Like I remember driving with the the day before my, the day of my appointment, um, I remember like driving there and like praying to God. I'm like, should I really do this? Like, this is something I've told myself I would never do. And like, mm-hmm. I'm doing it now, you know? And I'm just like, that's scary to me. Um, cause there's so many risks and there's so many symptoms that I didn't yeah. know how my body was going to react to. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm just thankful that I did because yeah. I have seen such such um a difference in my confidence and um it's funny how earlier you you know you mentioned something about like I didn't want to cut my hair because I didn't want people to see the acne on my back like I didn't wear my hair up for like two years because I didn't want people to see that my chin I would wear my hair in front of my face like on my shoulders right here so it would like you really could only see like from my cheekbones up you know Mm. um just because I didn't want people to see my cheekbones like and and have to see the cysts on my chin down here I wanted that to all be covered. Um, and just knowing now, I'm like, I love wearing my hair up in like a slicked back pony, you know? Because it's like yeah. I have the freedom and the the confidence in the skin that God gave me. Yeah. Um, and I still have scars, 100%. And I'm like honestly thankful for those because I'm like, yeah. my skin's never going to be perfect. Like Accutane's not going to be able to reverse like the emotional damage that acne had on right. me. It's not going to be able to, re- you know, reverse the textural scarring. Right. I can go through treatments and stuff, but... I'm, I'm thankful that I have a reminder of, you know, acne, like really in the weirdest way, it humbled me. It humbled me because it caused me to like not focus on my outward appearance in a culture that prioritizes that and focus more on, okay, what can I give people despite the acne on my skin, despite what I may look like, like, can I still give people and deliver people the love of the Lord 
with the skin condition going on. Um, and it was a big challenge to me. Um, and it's wow. something that now that I am, you know, as you said, like reaping the benefits of Accutane and I can see clearer skin, it's like, okay, Ashley, like don't lose sight of the heart that God built in that time. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm so thankful for it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, for you to even just sit here and be like, God, don't let me lose sight of what you brought me through. Mm-hmm. Like that's so much, that so glorifies him through it. And like your platform is not over. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know if that's something you've thought of because yeah. it, I know it like a big part of it was totally. like, was your flawed skin, yeah. but it's not like mm-hmm. your ministry is just starting mm-hmm. because this is like, we're, we're healing as transpired mm-hmm. yeah. and you get to now bring in this new aspect of like look where God brought me yeah. and like that's attainable for mm-hmm. you too. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, I'm a little bit different. I, I know I need to be more like holistic, mm-hmm. but I'm more like, if there's a cure out there, give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah. And it was not a problem for me to go on acting at all. I totally. wanted it. I yeah. wanted it for years and um, I'm so thankful for it too. I think that like anyone, and I know that like they're, I want to be considerate of like, it is very hard yes. to get. Mm-hmm. It's very hard on your body. It's yeah. hard on your mental health, mm-hmm. which I didn't really go into much, but it like for a good two months, I was like, yeah. I one of the worst points in my life. And yeah. I like was so depressed and mm-hmm. so upset about the way that I looked and I just thought I'm never going to get over this. This yeah. is, this is going to be my life Aww. forever. But I, I think that like through that I can look back at it now and be like, that was one month yeah. of my life. And a lot yeah. of it was caused by birth control. Mm-hmm. So I know, be, I know, and I know that because I'm now not on it. I'm still on Accutane and, and I'm doing fantastic. Great. Yeah. So I, you know, I've had a conversation with a couple of different gals that are like, I'm so nervous to get on that. Yeah. But you know, I'm really struggling with my skin. Mm-hmm. And I just am at this point where I'm like, if something is going on with your body, that's compensating your confidence and your ability to like be out there and totally even deeper to fulfill like what God's called you to do, then just, just yes. take the medication, yeah. go, go do that workout. Totally. Like yeah. just do it for yourself. Yep. Because and that's just what I like, had to realize. Just like how we move our bodies because we want to be comfortable in this casing. Mm-hmm. Like, I want everyone to be able to feel that same way for their skin. Totally. Because as much as, like, we prioritize, like, feeling, looking good with, like, our weight and all that stuff, like, even if you have this ideal body that you've been working for, if your skin is suffering, you're still going to be struggling with, yeah. like, your totally. security as a beautiful woman Mm -hmm. as someone that's worthy of love Mm -hmm. as someone that's deemed to be beautiful yeah and if someone needs to hear that like I don't like I don't feel beautiful like you are you are just behind yeah some flaw right now Mm -hmm. and like I I love the ministry of like making what is natural and like even something as hard as acne to be this beautiful thing. Yeah. Like I want I want everyone to feel comfortable exactly where they are. I'm not trying to say like go no, fix yourself. No. But I'm not going to neglect that acne is an ugly, awful, terrible thing to go through. Oh yeah. 
Like, I'm oh, not yeah. trying to neglect that because of this. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how much you accept it and how much you don't want to accept the fact that it changes you, but, like, it it becomes your the only thing you think about, like, mm-hmm. when you're going through it. Like, I remember even with my family, right? Yeah. During COVID, I was at home. I would be scared to go downstairs without makeup on. Mm. That's my parents and my sisters, you know? And I, I look back at these photos of me in quarantine and the times that I did go downstairs and makeup on, and I just, like... My heart cries for that girl. Cries for that girl. I'm like, I'm with four of the people that brought me up, that love me, and I was still humiliated and embarrassed to be Mm -hmm. seen by them. And then when I would cake makeup on, sometimes making it look worse, but I didn't want people to see the color, um, and, you know, I would have conversations with people. I was like you. Someone who's always prioritized eye contact and confidence, I would, like, look down at the ground, or I would break eye contact every so often because I didn't want them to stare at me for a long time. Mm, Um, And it's like... That's just not a reality that God wants you to live in all the time. Um, And Accutane may not be your answer, right? Like it it may be something that if, you know, if you're a listener and you are struggling with acne and you're hesitant of going on this drug, or maybe you've tried this drug and it, it really wreaked havoc on your body and you're just like, I'm not willing to do that again. Then like, by all means, please don't, you know? Um, But I just, I challenge you to not give up because you are worthy of having clear skin. You are worthy of being freed from this. Um, and as much as people that haven't experienced this want to say it's superficial, we know it is so much more than just something that affects the way you appear on the outside. It affects your internal happiness and your internal peace. Yeah. Yeah. I, to add on to Mm -hmm. that, I would say that, I mean, there's going to be people that might listen to this that are like, I'm, I, it's not an option for me to go and act. Yeah. And nothing's working. So Mm -hmm. I'm stuck. Like, I think the only advice that I could give would be just do everything you can to manage your stress levels yeah. over it. Don't obsess. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to push against that. But, like, d- you're going to have to look at yourself in a mirror. You're going to have to go outside. You're going to have yes. to, like, do everything that everyone else is doing. But, like, if you if you can't fix your skin right now, because it, it may not be like this forever, Yeah. but if you can't, get that under wraps now you can get under wraps what you wear Mm -hmm. that makes you feel confident yes you can you can do your hair Mm -hmm. you can wear makeup and yeah and and cover I don't think there's a flaw in in using makeup but the second that it becomes like I'm hiding yeah maybe reconsider but you know focus on yourself in different ways totally because you don't want to put all of your effort into oh once I have clear skin everything will be great because I'm still struggling with insecurity yeah (laughs) it's not gone it is not gone by any means (laughs) yeah it's just a new aspect of like okay Mm -hmm. I feel fresher yes now so I think definitely do not obsess let it happen it's going to happen whether you stress about it or not because it's usually a chemical or hormonal imbalance in your body Mm -hmm. um and as we both know it that will happen whether you like it or not. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and just and just watch watch what you're eating. Yes. Just um. Oh my gosh, yes. Dairy and gluten was was rough on my skin yeah. and rough on my body, yeah. and like it was worth it for me to get rid of that. Totally. Even like PCOS symptoms aside, that alone and like having my skin flare up from that, yeah. it's worth it for me to like totally not eat the bun because. You yeah, know, yeah. I break out or whatever. Most definitely. But. Yeah, and that's something that I think, because um, when I was, 
at home. And thankfully, like, not that I was thankful the world shut down, but mm-hmm. when I was figuring out all of these acne triggers and I was figuring out, like, the, you know, the proper, like, treatment for acne-prone skin, like, it was at home during COVID, so I was able to really focus on it. Um, but I went through a rabbit hole learning about acne triggers, and everyone's are different. Yeah. And it took me a long time. Like, at first, I started cutting out all sugars, and then I realized, like, honestly, no. refined sugars don't really trigger me much. Yeah. Um, but they trigger a lot of people that I know. But then, like, gluten and dairy are some of my triggers for me. And I know that if I do eat them, I know the repercussions that it has. Again, not only just on my PCOS, like, body, but also, like, the, the repercussions that, that they take on my skin. Yeah. Um, and so just I would encourage all of you to, like, look up some common acne triggers and try to figure out, like, okay, how can I, like, experiment with myself to figure out what my triggers are? What makes me feel good? When can I notice irritability? And when can I notice inflammation going down? Mm-hmm. Um that was a huge thing, huge thing for me. Um, and then, yeah, the second thing, like Cindy said, is just as weird as it sounds, like the less you think about it and the less energy you give to it, the more, um, the more peace you'll end up having with it. Yeah. Um, because unfortunately, it's not something that we can just use as a mental health write-off and take a mental health day. Like, it's hard. We still have to go about our lives. It's not something that we're going to feel better from in the morning, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. not just a common cold. Like this is an actual, um, you know, illness that you have to like live life with, um, before it's treated and you have to go to work, you have to go to school, you have to go to social events, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, the less you think about how much people are thinking about it (laughs) around you, um, it's going to slowly start to just like internally heal you. And also hopefully on the external, um, start to kind of ease out. Um, but, and we get it. it it's hard. We it's hard it. not to think about it. Um, if anyone gets it, we get it's it. These girls. It's us. So. Um, so I just, and I wish we had more like advice to give, but it's uh-huh. genuinely just something that everyone's journey looked different. Um, and there really is no mm-hmm. true answer, no yeah. cure. I think too, we're speaking from a place of maybe giving advice to the areas that we wish we could give advice to the girls that were going through that. Yeah. When we were those yeah. girls. Cause like I look back and I'm like, gosh, why didn't I, why didn't I pray about it? Why right. didn't I invite God into this place of my life? That was really dark. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. why did I think that I just had to struggle with yeah. it? And yeah. it, I look back now and I, I just see no prayer is too big. Mm-mm. No or no prayer is too small or too big. Mm-hmm. It was. It's not insignificant in God's eyes yes. if you have some acne. Yeah. Because if it yeah. affects you, you know, if we have a loving Father, then He's going to want to be there for you yeah. in that way. And don't like. I, it's not out of the books that the Lord can heal. Look what He did. Yeah. Look what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. He spit on a leper's eyes and healed him. And like that's the same that's the same God that we serve. Yeah. So good. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that that is the most important thing. Yes, taking care of yourself. Yes, eating well. Yes, working out. But be in the Word and invite the Lord yeah. into it because yeah. really, like He wants you to flourish. Mm-hmm. He's the one that made medicine. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. imagine what more He could do. Totally. You know. Yeah, and I mean, I think about the girl I was when I first, you know, my freshman year of college, I didn't have a faith. It wasn't until sophomore year that I really learned who the Lord was again. Um, And 
it was the moment that I realized like, okay, God, like how are you trying to like refine me through this Mm -hmm. process? Like how are you trying to show me that I have so much more to offer the world? Mm -hmm. I have so much more to offer my family, my friends. I have so much more to offer this future relationship that you're going to bring me than just this skin, right? And it's like once I invited him into that, that's when I started to heal from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would just encourage you to ask the Lord like, you know, God, like I really am struggling with this. And sometimes that's also hard for us to admit because it is something that it seems as so superficial. Yeah. Um, but as Sydney said, like nothing in our, in his eyes is insignificant. Like right. if this is something that is, is furthering us from him and it's furthering us from the calling that he wants us to perform, then he wants to heal us from yeah. that, you know, but he also wants you to own up to the fact like, okay, God, like this is, this is what I'm struggling with. Yeah. Like this is coming in between me and you and I don't want it anymore. Like I want to be freed from this. Um, and as soon as I, you know, pivoted towards, okay, God, like how can you use me? Mm-hmm. Um, that's when, that's when I started to heal. Wow. Um, so I think that it's just really the perspective in which you choose to view this from. That's so awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's a real thing. It's real and don't neglect it. Yeah. Don't obsess. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I think someone just needs to hear it's going to be okay. Yeah. And honestly, one day, Mm -hmm. like, it might take years, but acne is not forever. Like, at the end of the day, it is something that will eventually go away. Some people, it takes until their late 40s. Like, you know, people have adult acne and, like... Or pregnancy flare-ups. Or, yes. Oh, my goodness. I mean, even women on Accutane go through pregnancy flare-ups. Like, our acne is not gone by any means at all. Um, But... It's just Sydney and I felt like this was a good fit for our bodies and our health. Um, and it doesn't have to be for you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Um, but if you are interested in hearing about our stories and Accutane and um, are interested in maybe starting the drug for yourself, please reach out to us. Um, it really has changed my life and changed my confidence. And I was terrified of it. I never thought I would be on it. Um, and speaking three months now, I can confidently say it was one of the best choices I made. So if you're hesitant or scared, Please know that's normal, Um, but this could be something that that can really heal and really free you from. So good, Ash. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to pray us out. Please do. Dear Lord, we come to you as two very flawed women. Um, We may have been healed on our external, but we still struggle with things that are unseen. And we know that you have sons and daughters out there that struggle with impurities and imperfections on the outside and they can just be so debilitating and Mm -hmm. so shameful over something that they didn't even cause and I just pray that you bring affection and clarity and healing to your sons and daughters Mm -hmm. out there that are struggling in silence and are Mm -hmm. struggling with something that that is so it, it, it just makes you feel dirty. And speaking from experience, I just pray for the girl out there that is covering herself, that is, um, that is practicing things, that is compensating her confidence, is compensating her hair length and the way that she wears her hair, Lord Jesus, and that you just flood her with a new confidence in that she may not be healed right away, but she can grow in confidence that you created her beautifully and wonderfully mm-hmm. made and that mm-hmm. her skin does not reflect her character. And Lord, I also pray for men that struggle with acne. I know that um, 
some men don't feel the luxury of wearing makeup and um, getting to um, rejuvenate how beautiful they, they get to feel that sometimes um, that's just watered down into mm-hmm. suck it up and be a man. And I just pray that you um, you bring a new confidence into into that guy that's struggling with that. And it may not be acne. It may just be the way that they look. It may be um, a different health condition. It may be their hair. It may be um, so- something. And I just pray that um, that you remind us that our external does not determine mm-hmm. any part of our worth. It doesn't determine any part of who we are mm-hmm. as your children. And it doesn't determine any part of how worthy we are to be loved. And Lord Jesus, I just pray that um, this episode doesn't go overlooked as something that is insignificant because Mm -mm. our societal standards deem acne to be something that's not sexy. It's not cool to talk about. It's not um, super spiritual. But I just pray that um, this resonates with someone this Mm -hmm. week and that Mm -hmm. they can feel encouraged and to just take the the next yes. Take the next yes in, in, in the direction of healing. Take the next yes... Um, in healing and just where you are calling them to fulfill mm-hmm. the purpose that you have for their life in the years, in the days, in the months to come. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sid. That was a great prayer. Thank you. All right, guys, as always, we are so thankful for all of our listeners. We are always available via DM, um, and we are going to continue praying over all of you guys throughout the rest of this week. So thank you again for tuning in to the Reclaimed Podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week.